Hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and in today's show, we're going to listen to songs recorded by vocal groups. There's a lot of fun coming up this hour. We'll hear from the Andrews Sisters, Something Smith and the Redheads, the Skyliners, the Kingston Trio, and a Canadian group that landed an unexpected big hit when they made what they thought would be a comedy song by throwing together every ridiculous aspect of 1950s popular music they could think of. Let's start with an upbeat song from 1945, when the Andrews Sisters got a calypso hit called Rum and Coca-Cola. The lyrics to this song are a bit naughty. They suggest that some local women on the island of Trinidad were selling their company to Yankee soldiers. You'll hear this line, both mother and daughter working for the Yankee dollar. Here it is, rum and Coca-Cola. If you ever go down Trinidad, they make you feel so very glad. Calypso sing and make up rhyme Guarantee you one real good fine time Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar Oh, beat it, man, beat it Since the Yankee come to Trinidad They got the young girls all going mad Young girls say they treat them nice Make Trinidad like paradise Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar Oh, you vex me, you vex me From Chicka Chick Carry to Mona's Isle Native girls all dance and smile Help soldiers celebrate his leave Make every day like New Year's Eve Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar It's a fact, man, it's a fact In old Trinidad I also fear the situation is mighty queer like the yankee girl the native swoon when she hear der bingle croon drinking rum and coca-cola go down point kumana both mother and daughter working for the yankee dollar Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar It's a fact, man, it's a 
The Andrews Sisters, with a song that was the number one Billboard best-selling record for 10 straight weeks in 1945. And by the way, that recording was banned by some U.S. radio stations, not because of the naughty lyrics, but because the song seemed to be promoting an alcoholic beverage. Oh my. Well, next up, a popular black singing group that influenced many others with its simple style and sweet ballads, usually about love that had gone wrong. I'm talking about the Ink Spots, a group that was formed in 1934. The group had a big influence on rhythm and blues, doo-wop, and even rock and roll. Their lead singer, Bill Kenny, had a beautiful tenor voice, and he often showed it off at the end of a song after a bridge had been performed by one of the other group members. You'll hear this in the Ink Spots hit song called Maybe. Ask me to come back 
The Ink Spots with a song that made it to number two on the Billboard charts in 1940. Eight years later, in 1948, the Ink Spots received a plaque from the Negro Actors Guild for their efforts to break down the walls of racial prejudice. Well, there was another very popular black singing group in that era, the Mills Brothers. They had a lot of hit records and drew enthusiastic audiences well past the 1950s. In the winter of 1949, the Mills Brothers recorded a song called I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm, which made it to number nine on the Billboard bestseller list. Here they are. The snow is snowing and the wind is blowing, but I can weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? For I've got my love to keep me warm. I can't remember a worse December. Just watch those icicles form. Oh, what do I care if icicles form? Oh, I've got my love to keep me warm. Off with my overcoat. Off with my glove I need no overcoat I'm burning with love My heart's on fire The flame grows higher So I will weather the storm What do I care how much it may storm? The snow is snowing, the wind is blowing, but I can weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? Oh, I've got my love to keep me warm. I can't remember a worse December Just watch those icicles form What do I care if bicycles form? Ho, 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 I've got my love to keep me warm Off with my overcoat, off with my glove I need no overcoat, I'm burning with love My heart's on fire, the flame grows higher So I will weather the storm What do I care how 
much it may storm Oh, I've got my love to keep me warm do, 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 do. The Mills Brothers from 1949. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and in today's show, we're listening to recordings from a diverse mix of singing groups. In this hour, we're going to listen to 16 recordings, and of course, that only scratches the surface of all the interesting group vocals from the 40s and 50s. When I was looking for music for today's show, I was hoping to find something interesting and unexpected something that's a little obscure and maybe even in danger of getting lost. I found just what I was looking for in a 1940s singing group known as the Charioteers. Back in the 20s and 30s, just about every college and university wanted to have its own glee club. In 1930, at Wilberforce College in Ohio, a music professor put together a group that was first called the Harmony Four. Their original specialty was gospel music, and a regular part of the routine was the song Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. This prompted them to eventually change their name to the Charioteers. The group gradually started singing more pop songs, and they turned out to be quite successful when they went on tour. Before too long, they were regularly performing on the radio in the 1940s with Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Pearl Bailey, and Ella Fitzgerald. In 1948, the Charioteers recorded a song called Ooh, look a there Ain't She Pretty, which jumped off the rhythm and blues charts and made it onto the top 20 list of the pop chart. Well, that might have been the end for this recording, but something about that song struck a chord in Great Britain nearly 60 years later, and the song we're about to hear was given a whole new lease on life in 2007 when the British retail chain Marks & Spencer used this 1948 song to launch a new line of fashion products. Here are the charioteers, and ooh, look a there, ain't she pretty. Look at that, ain't she pretty? Ain't she sweet? Ooh, look at her, she's a beauty. What a queen. Why don't you look at the hair? hair. Look at the curves. curves. Her look at those teeth. teeth. Dig those pearls. A beauty. I tell you, boy, she's just like a beautiful wax doll. What a doll! And you, you, you're bound to fall way down. I like the dress, I like the hose, I like that hat, and I dig that pose. Ooh, ooh, ain't she pretty? Ooh, 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 ain't she pretty? 
hat. Yeah. Look at her curls. Look at her teeth. <laughs> look at her pearls. Ooh, look at there, ain't she pretty? I tell you, she's just like a beautiful wax doll. What a doll! You are bound to fall. I like of the dress, I like of the hose, I like of the hat, I like of the pose. Be happy to e-bop, be happy to e-bop, be happy to e-bop, be happy to e-bop. Ooh, 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 ain't she pretty? The Charioteers from 1948. And now we turn to two songs that were recorded in the 1950s, but to my ears, they still have an older feeling. For some reason, they remind me of music of the 30s and 40s. We'll listen to these two recordings one after another in a back-to-back -back set. Each of these songs has the word town in its title, and each one is about a wedding. The first one is happy because the wedding has just been announced, and the second one is sad about a wedding that's been called off. First, the orchestra and chorus of Les Baxter and Wake the Town and Tell the People in which the chorus imitates the sound of wedding bells. And after that, we'll hear It's the Talk of the Town, the title track from an album released in 1959 by the Raycon of Singers. And as you listen to It's the Talk of the Town, remember this recording was made in the very early days of stereo. The male singers are heard predominantly on one channel and the women on the other. The effect is pretty striking, especially if you listen to this on headphones. First, Here's Les Baxter and Wake the Town and Tell the People. Wake the town and tell the people Sing it to the moon above Wake the town and tell the people Tell them that I'm so in love Let's begin the celebration Let's declare a holiday Send the wedding invitations To the neighbors right away When I am close to you And my heart is with delight I want the world to see Heaven's in my arms tonight Shout it from the highest steeple Ring the bells the whole night through Wake the town and tell the people Tell them I'm in love with you Shout it from the highest steeple 
singers and the title track from their very first album, The Talk of the Town. Before that, we heard Les Baxter's orchestra and chorus with Wake the Town and Tell the People. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today's show focuses on music performed by vocal groups. Our next song is from the 1950s, and it has a title that sounds pretty scandalous, The Naughty Lady of Shady Lane. It's sung by the Ames brothers. The men in this group actually were brothers, the first four of nine children in a family that lived in a suburb of Boston. Their last name was Ulrich, and they made what seems like a good decision to rename themselves the Ames brothers. This recording came out in 1953 and made it to number three on the Billboard bestseller list. Here they are with The Naughty Lady of Shady Lane. Shady Lane has hit the town like a bomb. The back fence gossip ain't been this good since Mabel ran off with Tom. Our town was peaceful and quiet before she came on the scene. The lady has started a riot, disturbing the suburban routine. The naughty lady of Shady as the town in a world, the naughty lady of Shady Lane, the oh my oh what a girl. Bum ba da bum 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 ba da bum bum bum. You should. 
But see how she carries on with her admirers galore. She must be giving them quite a thrill the way they flock to her door. She throws those come hither glances at every Tom, Dick, and Joe. When offered some liquid refreshment, the lady never, never says no. Naughty lady of Shady Lane has the town in a world. The naughty lady of Shady Lane. Be oh my oh what a girl. The things they try to paint on her. Oh, no much water from shore. Brothers from 1953. This group had a bunch of hit records in the late 40s and 50s, and in 1958 they were named the best vocal group of the year by Billboard magazine. In the early 60s, the Ames Brothers disbanded, and lead singer Ed Ames pursued an acting career. If you ever watched the NBC TV series Gunsmoke, you probably saw Ed Ames play the character of a Cherokee tribesman named Mingo. And in the course of that show, Ames learned how to throw a tomahawk. One evening on live national television, Ed Ames demonstrated that skill on the Johnny Carson show. And there's a clip of this you can watch on YouTube. Still ahead this hour, Patience and Prudence, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the McGuire Sisters, two very successful Canadian singing groups, and the very first recording that used a full orchestra to back up a rock and roll band. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and this hour we're sampling the wide variety of vocal groups that were popular in the 40s and 50s, and now it's time for a little geography and history lesson, set to music, of course. There's an interesting story behind every group we're listening to, and we don't have time for them all, but this one deserves telling. The Four Lads were originally choir boys in a cathedral school in Toronto. They later started singing in nightclubs, and one night a musician in the audience was so impressed with them that while they were performing, he called his manager in New York and held up the phone for the manager to listen. Their sound over the phone was so good that the four lads were signed on the spot, making them maybe the only group ever to successfully audition by telephone. In 1953, the four lads had a hit song, supposedly timed to mark the 500th anniversary of the fall of Constantinople. Here they are, and 
a song called Istanbul. Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople, been a long time gone, oh Constantinople, still it's Turkish delight on a moonlit night. Every gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul, not Constantinople, so if you've a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul, even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say People just liked it better that way Take me back to Constantinople No, you can't go back to Constantinople Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks Liked it better that way. Take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the text. Istanbul. The Four Lads from 1953 and Istanbul. And now a singing group with a sound you've probably already heard. Four young women from Sheboygan, Wisconsin, who managed to sound, at least to my ears, like a human xylophone. The first single they put out was called It's You, It's You, I Love, and it was kind of a flop. But on their second try, the Cordettes had an everlasting hit with Mr. Sandman, which was number one on the pop charts for seven weeks in 1954. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him tulips like roses and clover. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Give 
give him the word that I'm not a rover Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over Cordettes and Mr. Sandman. And now we come to a record that made quite an impression on me when I was 11 or 12 years old. The song taught me about the dangers of little white lies, especially when it comes to women. The song is called It's a Sin to Tell a Lie, written in 1936 by Billy Mayhew. It's been covered many times over the years, and the version that caught my attention came out in 1955 and was by a group called Something Smith and the Redheads. It turned out to be that group's biggest hit. Actually, they didn't have very many others. And it reached number seven on the Billboard Top 40. The recording starts out with some good banjo picking, and then they tell their morality tale, and the chorus invites everybody to sing along and repeat the very important lesson. So here it is. It's a sin to tell a lie. Be sure it's true. When you say, I love you, it's a sin to tell a lie. Millions of hearts have been broken just because these words were spoken. I love you, yes I do. set to be my blushing bride if she leads me to the altar then I'm sunk cause I can't tell the preacher I was drunk so Lord have mercy on a no count sinner give me one more chance to let another guy win her 
Cross my heart and I hope to die I'll never, never, never tell another white lie All right now, everybody sing Be sure it's true when you say Something Smith and the Redheads from 1955. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today we're listening to vocal groups. I hope you're enjoying this little musical trip down memory lane. There's more good stuff to come. Next up is a hit song that started when a band leader and songwriter in Los Angeles named Mark McIntyre invited his two young daughters, who were named Patience and Prudence, to go with him into a recording studio. The girls liked to sing together, and just for fun, they made a demonstration record. Well, the result was so good that the studio immediately released the song, and Tonight You Belong to Me sold more than a million copies. Here are 14-year-old Patience and 11-year-old Prudence in a song that seems to be about a one-night stand. Tonight You Belong to Me, from 1956, by Patience and Prudence. 
I remember that song from when it came out, but I don't think I realized just how young those two were. In 1958, a singer-songwriter named David Seville used some imagination to create a group called Alvin and the Chipmunks. Their first recording was called The Chipmunk Song, in which three singing chipmunks are super anxious to get to Christmas. There's Alvin, the troublemaker. There's Simon, the intellectual. There's Theodore, who's kind of chubby and impressionable. Seville named these chipmunks after executives of the recording studio, and I bet that led to some interesting conversations. The song hit number one on the hit parade and spawned an industry of songs, movies, and products. But here's the original, the chipmunk song. All right, you chipmunks, ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Get ready. That was very good, Simon. Naturally. Very good, Theodore. <laughs> uh, Alvin, you were a little flat. Watch it, uh, Alvin. Alvin. That was David Seville from 1958. And now let's get back to some human voices. These are three sisters who were born in Middletown, Ohio in 1926, 1928, and 1931, all named McGuire. So it was no surprise they became the McGuire sisters. This group had lots of TV appearances over the years. They performed for Queen Elizabeth II, as well as five U.S. presidents, from Richard Nixon right through to George H.W. Bush. Here they are to sing one of their number one hits, Sugar Time. Be my little sugar and my 
Maguire Sisters and Sugar Time. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today we're listening to vocal singing groups. The song we just heard was from 1958, and in that same year, a group of five white teenagers in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, they called themselves the Skyliners, broke some new ground in popular music by recording a song with the backing of a full orchestra. The idea of putting an orchestra together with a teenage rock band must have seemed radical back then, but when we listen today, it sounds like it was just meant to be. The song is a doo-wop version of Since I Don't Have You, and soon after it was released, the song was featured on Dick Clark's American Bandstand, and within three days, it sold 100,000 records.
the Skyliners, and Since I Don't Have You. We've got time for two more songs in this show. The Kingston Trio had a string of hits in the 50s, and we'll listen to their very first number one hit, Tom Dooley. This North Carolina folk song is based on a true story of a highly publicized murder in 1866 for which a man named Tom Dooley actually was hanged. Here's the Kingston Trio. Throughout history, there have been many songs written about the eternal triangle. This next one tells the story of a Mr. Grayson, a beautiful woman, and a condemned man named Tom Dooley. When the sun rises tomorrow, Tom Dooley must hang. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Poor boy, you're bound to die. I met her on the mountain. There I took her life Met her on the mountain Stabbed her with my knife Hang down your head, Tom, Julie Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head, Tom, Julie Poor boy, you're bound to die This time tomorrow Reckon where I'll be Hadn't it been for Grayson I'd have been in Tennessee Well now, boy Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head and cry Oh boy, you're bound to die Well now, boy Tomorrow, reckon where I'll be Down in some lonesome valley Hanging from a white oak tree Hang down your head, Tom, do Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head, Tom, do Poor boy, you're bound to die Oh, well, now, boy down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Poor boy, you're bound to die. 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 The Kingston Trio from 1958 and Tom Dooley. And for our final song today, we turn to a Canadian group called The Diamonds. This group decided it would be fun to do a spoof of 1950s popular music by exaggerating every musical fad of the times and mixing them all up into one song. Somewhat to their surprise, the result was successful enough to make it to number two on the U.S. charts. With that little background, 
Here's Little Darlin. The Diamonds and Little Darlin'. And on that whimsical note, it's time to finish this show. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and from the Andrews Sisters, the Charioteers, the Mills Brothers, and all the rest of us here at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and so long for now. <laughs>